Switching title, episode 35, August 2017, part two. I won't take up too much of your time leading into this, uh, just so you can get into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, part two of August 2017, found a bunch of recordings that are kind of along the uh, switching title uh, pathway that I've become. That, that sentence doesn't make sense, but uh, I know you forgive me. <clears throat> so yeah, this one really uh, kind of takes off where the last one ended, uh, where I'm taking the advice of the camp host hitting up Spruce Knob. Well, some of the advice. Uh, then it was raining, so I started driving back to town. Looks like the next week I was down at uh, Antietam Creek Campground. I went with uh, my friend and housemate at the time. We did some biking out there on the CNO and camping. Then I hit up Chincoteague. I think that was the last time I've been out there to that beach. Um, with a different friend of mine. I think that was later that week. And then... Uh, I don't know. When does this start? The 14th through the 27th of August. Okay, the 20th. This is me... Oh, no, the 23rd. This looks like I'm hanging out at this bar called The Pinch that I don't know if it's there anymore. But uh, there was probably a heavy metal show. I was waiting for it to happen. So I was just sitting up there at the bar, hanging out, eavesdropping, like I do. Uh, and then on the uh, 27th, I'm down at Lake Akatink in the park around that and the trails, and I'm thinking about sound and thinking about doing something with talking about sound, like I am, uh, which is now Switching Title. And I had Switching Title at that time, but... Um, it was a different animal. Well, I should say I had switching title. I think the last episode I had done at that point was four years before. Or, yeah, in 2013. So, I guess this was kind of right in the middle of the two, the two eras of switching title thus far. So, uh, this recording has made it to season two of... Era 2? Is this the second era of switching title? That's a weird way to think about it. Anyway, uh, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of listening, less talking on this one, but um, I like it. It's August. I must have had a lot of free time. Uh, that was the beauty of being a freelancer, you know? I could take jobs or not take them and just kind of hit the road. As long as I had money to pay for it. So, doesn't sound like times were too bad back then. It's doing, getting out there, doing a few things, some with friends, some without. You know how it goes. Uh, speaking of how it goes, here we go. August 2017, part two on switching title. So, this is the Whispering Spruce Trail Project the trail leading up to the tower on Spruce Knob. So that was a Spruce Whisper.
This trail costs $22,500 of trail funds from West Virginia. Quite beautiful. And this is from on top of the lookout tower on Spruce Knob. It's cold-ish, probably like 60, which seems cold. A little bit of a rain drizzle. Some really good spruce whispering going on here. That's all that was. Alright, so it's raining and I didn't go back to Seneca Rocks to climb that part that said not to climb it, even though the the camp host said I should do it anyway. I was thinking I would go back and do it maybe tomorrow if it's not raining, but uh, it's raining all day today. It looks like it's raining tomorrow. I finally got into a place with internet, so I'm just going to listen to the rain in the car and uh, the goblet of fire for three more hours. Go home. Maybe I'll come back some other day. So long, West Virginia.
noise changes as I go uphill. I guess the tire noise is staying the same because I'm on cruise control at exactly 65 miles an hour, so that's not changing. I thought maybe I would hear an engine noise change. Use a little more RPM juice. But uh, I didn't notice the change. There's actually a separation between the two directions of traffic, about as wide as two more lanes. Okay, here's downhill. Let's see if that changes. Tatum Creek. walking in front of it, probably.
Okay, I'm going to try and articulate a few thoughts. Uh, being outside, you know, kind of in a, not in the wild, I'm, I mean, I'm just in a neighborhood, a neighborhood kind of like path with a little stream and stuff. Um, but it's interesting how the mix is, the mix of sounds, because the nature sounds are, they're not louder, but they're not masked by the urban sounds, like sirens and airplanes and cars, which you could still hear faintly, almost like they're just another nature sound in the background. And I guess that's because the distance and the tree cover, maybe, it's kind of like... It's kind of diffusing it or just pushing it to the back of the mix. Thinking about it like a song. You know, putting a different instrument louder in the mix than another. Out here it's cicada. And now we got some dogs and kids barking. I don't know if that's kids over there. But you could clearly hear each uh, cricket or whatever kind of scratching, leg scratching insect distinctly. Really quiet river or water going over small rocks. You can hear that. all around different different directions sounds like the city is mostly kind of to the the east of me you can hear most of like the car drone out there but i'm also thinking about things that i could see that i can't hear in front of this kind of little, this little inlet where either a bunch of baby fish or tadpoles are swimming around. I feel like I should be able to hear them. Let's say they're kind of like jet from side to side or pop up to eat something on the surface. But I can't. But it seems like it should be quiet enough out here where I should be able to hear it. <laughs> Make sense?
I guess this is the Akatink stream along the Akatink trail. I know that it leads to to the to the west to the east to the east it leads to Akatink Lake Akatink little reservoir in Springfield, Virginia. August 27th, around 11.40 right now, in the morning. more precise location would be the beach along the trail next to the the second bridge you would come to from the parking lot near the trestle bridge and if you've been on the trail you've probably seen the beach so you know what I'm talking about So I've been thinking a lot about these sounds and things I'm recording, me talking, and wanting to put them into something to tell a story or be a history or something like that. But um, my <laughs> my language or my yeah. trying to say is my problem is it's just self-doubt with communicating right so when I listen back to myself and hearing me struggle to make sense or to make the point that I want to make I feel like oh, I mean I need to edit that or do an overdub or something to tie in points together. But I've also, I also have this strong impulse to let flaws remain in a, in a final product for more of like a historical artifact.
We'll see what I do. Part of me likes what's just listening to what's happening around me, and the other part always wants to try to make sense of it, or try to make a new point. So two entities at this park, this beach, and they sound different. Conversation, a family, group of people. They're talking to each other. The other entity is me, just a dude talking to myself or to my phone or to <laughs> the future or as the past, whatever I'm doing. More footsteps, more pairs. The ability to throw more rocks in the river at one time than just I could do myself is something that the family can do. Essentially doing the same things, but the sonic footprint is larger. Maybe what they get out of the experience of being at the, at the park is different too. And I suppose both entities could have could seek the same results if they chose to. I, I could seek to just have a, a fun time at the park with other people. Or they could choose to read books and think about sound and how it's changing around them. We could both switch, I think. So more about the mix of the environment, 
when I hear people's voices or footsteps or sounds made by them, it definitely puts them more in the mix of the environment. Even though the bugs, the cicadas, just as loud as they were before, it seems like maybe just psychoacoustically, psychologically, <laughs> I'm trying to be smart. I'm tuned to listen to humans more than bugs and birds. So it pulls my attention, even though it's a language I don't understand, for the most part. It's pulling my attention. Is that a whippoorwill? Whippoorwill? like it should be a onomatopoeic bird named after its call. <laughs> <laughs>